Sky Sports Radio Network. I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I show up. I can't show it on the football. It's so goddamn hard to hold on to it. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stack Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaires. It's June. June! Let the countdown for football officially begin. I'm Mike Cash Collins. That is Scott Stack Simpson. We are the Fantasy Millionaires coming at you live this first Monday in June. Stacks Master, what's good with you? you? You know, we are less than 100 days away from football. A hun- less than 100 days. It's under the threshold of 100. Like, 100 bucks, that's easy. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, 100 days uh, is nothing. We can get there in a blink of an eye. You know what I'm saying? I- I'm so excited. The NFL is back, baby. It's official. Uh, we're talking about our draft kit already, you and I, what we're going to do how we're going to build, how we're going to grow from last year to this year. Uh, it's it's a year later from when the Fancy Millionaires kicked off. So, man, it's just – it's an excellent, excellent time uh, to be alive. Also, I haven't slept, and I'm riding high on uh, puppy love and and my my deck getting finished. And so I could say things tonight and not even know. You got to keep me in check. You got to keep me in tow. Uh, I've been getting dogged and decked. That's, that's how it's been going okay. for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We, we, we got the new dog. That's, uh, that's a new addition to the, the Simpson family household. Uh, winter, I believe is, is the golden retriever's name. Correct. Yeah. We have winter, uh, Sherry Simpson and, mm-hmm. uh, Sherry means like your, your, your mate, your friend, you know, your, your, uh, your amigo. So I, I I'm, I'm cool, uh, with, uh, little winter, uh, I'm looking for a picture here, but you know, my brain, it's not working as good as it used to after doing all that stuff with the deck and the dog. Uh, it just, I've been up all night. I've been going to bed at around 10 30, 11, and then waking up at 1 30, 2 30, 3 30, 5 30. And you know, I go to bed 5 30, I wake up at eight in the morning and then I got to start working on my deck all day. And then I got to do a dog. It's just, you know, it's just, it's never ending. Yep. Decks, dogs, and dads, dude. A lot of that going on in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's okay though. Cause I mean, today I got to do a fancy football draft, a mock draft on the, you know, some of my boys, uh, John Luke and Simon, they weren't able to do their own podcast. So I jumped on and uh, did some front yard fantasy mock drafting, which was cool. And you did what you're on there. Uh, we're spinning there yeah a little bit i'm trying to find a picture of yeah did we spin no we're good we're good i mean you're 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 frozen but i i can i can talk us through this uh so you jumped on the podcast yeah you're unfrozen um yes so you jumped on the podcast uh invited me to do it thank you by the way uh, I was that was during a, mo- a lawn mowing moment, so I couldn't couldn't oh. uh, couldn't share the mic with you. But um, yeah, that's cool. We did a little mock 
little mock pod. We did a mock. It, it was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I am excited. We have, we're going to talk today a little bit about uh, later in the show about Julio Jones. I mean, that, that impacted the draft, of course. Uh, as mm. soon as you uh, that, that news in the mix, things are happening. It's not the same, which I like. You know what I mean? I, I want to see. Uh, the new everything happens in fantasy, and then there's an immediate reaction to it. And so uh, I love yeah. just kind of seeing what the what the 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 overreaction, the underreaction is. I got Julio Jones in a best ball draft today, uh, and so I thought that was pretty cool. No, uh, here's I, what I do: I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where you know I have not. So we are definitely going to get into Julio later in the show, uh, and I'm excited to. Uh, hear how this is updating uh where julio and ryan Tannehill are getting drafted so that's that's coming um oh, oh that's big, a cute little time. guy yeah this is winter i have winter from friends who are watching we were just playing with a little yarn or a little string earlier today and uh yeah she she is a lot of fun she loves to play she already is running the show she's up there barking and screaming when she doesn't get what she wants and uh, you know, that that's how it goes. And I understand. And uh, I'm there on the couch tonight. My wife is taking a, a bullet for the team and she is going to be on the couch. And I'm really proud of my wife. Like I love my wife. And of course, everyone loves their wives. Wives are amazing. But my wife didn't grow up with any animals. She never did this. She never had a dog. And so she's just jumping full steam and doing amazing stuff. Just loving this dog so much. And uh, it's so cool to see when your wife falls in love with the with the pet for the first time when you know i raised golden retrievers growing up uh with my mom and dad they they bred we got a, a male and then we got a couple females and they had puppies it's just the funnest thing ever i know that you had dogs growing up you had boxers growing up right a whole set of them yeah we we bred one litter one time so that was cool mm. Very yeah cool. man as rex chapman always says on the the twitters uh dogs bro dogs dogs yeah dogs well yeah. i've, I've dogs, wanted to bro. be I wanted to be a dog's guy, you know, um, but unfortunately, my wife had been kind of kiboshing the dog's thing. 16 months later, we found a dog really excited for London and for winter. And, uh, you know, your boy, honestly, I stayed off Twitter today and I was just loving on a dog. It's pretty cool. I, I liked it. it. It was good for my soul to be able to care for and to train a little, little friend there to do the things that we need to do. I'm all positive. No negative. No, no, no. you know, all really encouraging and just letting the doggy know, letting winner know when she's doing well. So, you know, she can do well continuously. You want to keep her pumped up and encourage her. We're just having so much fun together. No, that's awesome. Uh, I've got an important question for you since we're a oh, hundred okay. days out here. Uh, what is stacks doing for the beard this year this fantasy football season are you coming oh, back are, are we oh, doing a sequel yeah so here's the deal don't tell my wife thankfully she does not listen to my podcast <laughs> uh, give me some beard talk yeah. bro i'm looking i'm dude i'm blowing you out right now i got the uni i'm i'm unibomber level right now look at this uh, thing. You're, you're you're batting down the hatches hide your kids hide your wife kind of level this thing's you know coming I mean? to austin with us where i'm bringing i'm bringing this guy to austin Dude, I cannot wait for Austin, by the way. Uh, shout out, uh, Salvetri. We're going to have to grab a beer or whatever, hang out down there. Uh, we're, we're going down, uh, not next week, right? But the next week after that. So uh, next no, week. Next no, week. it is next, next week. It's Thursday. next Thursday. So we are. Yeah, next Thursday. Uh, next Thursday. Oh, shit. It's right yeah, yeah, we're going to go down to Austin, hang out. 
our, our last friend who is uh, 40 years old is finally getting married. I got married at 26. Mike, would you get married at like uh, 28, um, something like that? Yeah. Uh, how old were you when you got married? 29? I forget. Yeah. 28. Yeah. Yeah. So, but but late in the game, our boy uh, Molson Olson shout out. Uh, he's getting married, and we're gonna go do a bachelor trip to uh, the city of Austin. So I'm really excited to go mess it up down there and hang out. And uh, that's my roommate right there. Uh, so we're gonna have some fun. We'll have some stories. We come back. You better book the uh, hotel. Uh, in two weeks, or I guess not next Monday. Yeah, we haven't booked the hotel. I already yet. did. I already did. It's oh, already, you did. I did. Oh, I, nice. did. I did. It's not. It's not booked. But it's reserved. It's reserved. Okay. Okay. You know cool. what I mean? Like we didn't pay any money, but we I, I put a reservation on. Yeah. So okay. we're gonna okay. be doing that. Nice. And uh, yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna be so much fun. I, if you're in Austin, if you live there, if you've ever been there, if you like Austin, if you've ever traveled there, if you've been to South by Southwest, any, tell us. Send us things. Send me stuff. Let us all know. Like I know Mike's been there before, but we just love us, to hear dude. ideas. Yeah. From yeah, there. Come hang out. We're just ready to kick yeah. it. You know, uh, yeah. we're vaccinated. We're we're vaxxers. We believe in it. You know, living that vax life. You know, free, free, free of worry right now for me at least. I'm not even worried about it if you're vaccinated. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying. To get, um, I'm not trying to get. So, so it's you a, are going to do a, a beard sequel. The, the, yeah, the, Ryan, the, the, the Ryan Fitzpatrick. Watch out. Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Watch out. Here's the key to it. This is what I'm doing this year. That's a little bit different. One, I've been trimming the neck beard obsessively so that it all kind of looks like one guy, not out of control. I've also been trimming the wanderers on the sides and the edge. Get rid of those guys. We don't want them at all. Right? They're they're gone. So uh, that's something important for me. And then thirdly, mustache, nice and trimmed so it's not uh, bothering the wife. And then I'm trimming out the grays. You know, just a little gray snip snips. So I want to keep it kind of you know. Ryan Fitzpatricky, not Wild Man Scott. Scott last year, people said it was Ryan Fitzpatrick. It was Wilderness Scott. Like it, by the end, it was just like going in all directions and stuff. And I liked it. It was just it was an homage to my freedom, to my my manhood, my lion nature. But this time, I'd like it to be a little more crafted and presentable. So therefore, not to anger my wife, who uh, you know it's Monday, and so uh, you know Happy Taco Tuesday. <laughs> So, yeah, that yeah. that beard last year was a uh, you had a wizard beard. That was that yeah. was, you were you were headed towards like Gandalf Town with that. Oh yeah, and it was strong. It was it was it was every every beard loving man was was so proud of what you did. And I you know I stayed. I was a JV version. You know. Yeah. I don't think I'm starting now. This is this is going to Austin, and then I'm um, I'm taking them back down, and then oh when the season yeah trim, I'm not trimming gonna, it back. I can't go I can't go in just this far ahead of you already in the season. Like I've I I can't I start should, here. I think you should be me. I think you should be me from last year. I went in way ahead yeah. of everybody last year. You know you're you're looking just uh, yeah it's coming uh, in now. It's it's sexual. You know what I mean? It really is. It's a push. I got. I can bring this thing out. You know, do fun things now. Yeah. I mean that. If that was around, I'm trying to decide. I'm trying to decide how I should. Should I? Should I style it when I go to? You know, like should I go to a beard barber? Yeah. You think? Yeah. You should. Yeah. Have them. Oh yeah. I think have them definitely do that. Sexify it up a little bit. Yeah, man. Like I've got mine just kind of going down to the. Not the King Tut thing, but the you know the square in. You you should do like leveled layers and like you know I don't know. I just make it all for for the for the people for the boys. You know mm-hmm. for for all the guys mm-hmm. guys we got going like fifteen guys twenty seven thousand guys. You know so it's a total, yeah. total 
guy's trip. A lot of toxic masculinity on this trip can happen. Well, uh, here's the the best part is that we are the woke folk in the in the in the trip, and we're rooming together. We're going to be sober during the trip. Everybody else is going to be wild. It's going to be a wild trip. Uh, There will be nights where people disappear and they come back and they're just like, "Hey man, hey, what's going on, man? How's it going?" We'll be like, "Great, I slept in my bed. I went got the continental breakfast." They're like, "Yeah, I got breakfast too. Yeah, we got a little breakfast too." So (laughs) that's not us. We're not going to do that. We're not going to go wild. We're not, we're not going to end up outside of a strip club with pieces of sheet metal on top of us. Nothing like that for your boys. We keep it clean. 100% married Hopefully men. Not. Yeah. No, not, yeah. dude. Listen, unless you roofie my water, which is going to be right. in this, this MF, like try to roofie my water at the at the Austin. You know what I mean? Like, the only way you're getting me is if you're roofie my water. And, uh, you know, I'll be with you, brother. You know what I'm saying? We got to make sure these knuckleheads don't get thrown in Austin prison. You know, we got to make sure our boys stay stay free and, and uh, alive here in the U.S. of A. So it's going to be yeah. fun. I can't wait. Um, so we are going to get into some Julio stuff, but there's, you know, some other sports stuff that uh, needs to be discussed. Uh, oh. I, we want to talk a little bit of uh, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. But before that, how about King James getting oh, wait. eliminated in the first wait, round. No. no way. He's still he's going to. Here's what I heard. He's going to just take a break for now. And then he's going to come back in a little bit. And he's going to be fine. He's going to get another super team together. They're going to come in after the next round. The super team's going to come into the finals and do like a. Okay, fine. No, he. this is the thing. I want to say LeBron James. The LeBron James, this is how it's always been. Because I'm 42, you're in your 40s, but if you're 42 this year, uh, Michael Jordan was the best, right? Magic Johnson was great. Larry Bird was good. There's a bunch of people who were good, and then and then Michael Jordan was just the best. He was incredible for our era. He never uh, lost at, after a certain point in these games. He was just so clutch. Uh, the three pointer game where he was just hitting three pointer after three pointer and shrugging his shrug. Those kinds of things are epic and are memories entrenched there forever you couldn't stop him he was on fire in those finals so with that being said he never i mean maybe he bumped and fell down or something but he would never cry and and be what lebron is being right now and so it's like lebron was getting lots of love lots of love and then this last series happened and then all the the haters came out on lebron and they were just like see he's a big flop and cry baby and then you know wh- wh- where do you stand mm-hmm. on this issue with lebron so, so we're we're a fantasy football sports show. Uh, we, we, this is June, so we we fill the time with uh, what else is happening. Uh, whether it's aliens, could be aliens. We don't know. Uh, but LeBron fair. James losing in the first round. I haven't watched any NBA basketball. I haven't watched a single game all year. Uh, I actually watched. Um, a whole game. There was a game seven Clippers versus Mavericks. It was a great game. Um, and I watched the second half of the game six LeBron losing. And I am looking forward to watching NBA basketball now. I'm I'm back. Yeah. I I always, this is how I usually do it with basketball. I usually start tuning in now. I'll, I'll, I, I do like watching playoff basketball. Um, I love good storylines. If there's, you know, two great, like right now, now I'm rooting for the Clippers 
to face the Nets. That's the, the that's the intriguing, dramatic matchup that I would like to see. The Nets just have a super team. It's ridiculous. Um, but LeBron James losing in the first round was it was it was an experience. It was it was something as a sports fan, as somebody who has a weird kind of love hate relationship. Um, I don't hate LeBron. I'm not, I'm not a hater, but I have to say it was kind of weird watching it. Cause I'm, I was rooting for him to lose. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I can't, really? I wanted, I wanted to see him lose. And then after he lost, I was sad. That was, oh. that was my take on it. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was interesting watching that game. Um, I think LeBron, based on that last game, it was the first time I'd ever seen him in in these kind of moments look not like he was the best player on the floor. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it could have just been a bad game. Um, he's going to be one year older next year, so we'll see how father time continues to play into this, uh, latter stage of his career. But, um, I mean, he's only 36. He's been pl- playing for 25 years though. So, I mean, uh, you know, he's and, an old and that's the thing is, is 36 is I think in basketball where a super athlete like LeBron it's just going to start to catch up because it's not, yeah. it's not, you can't, you can't be Tom Brady in basketball. You, you got to run the just, whole game. You got to be, right. yeah, you got to be in shape. The lungs just can't handle it all. Uh, I get it. You, it it's, it, and listen, he's in great shape too. I mean, it's not like he's not in good shape, Um, but yeah. He ain't yeah. Yeah. Any, yeah. Well, but uh, yeah, I I know you're not you're not as much of a, a basketball guy as I'm. Neither one of us are basketball guys. But uh, yeah, I I was interested in your take. So I've never asked you this before. I, I mean, you're following LeBron. Yes. It, it is LeBron. Who's your goat? Is Jordan your goat? Yeah, Jordan's the goat. Um, You're I think if he doesn't if he doesn't step away for those two years after his father was killed, um, I think. That he has uh, two more championships, and uh, we're not even worrying about it because he would have never lost a championship. He never did, but he would have been seven and zero. You know what I mean? And so, I don't know. It's just it, it's it's different now. I know people are like, "Well, LeBron's got this many, and he's been in this many." Jordan was just a different person. Like he was not going to lose, and LeBron has lost so many that I don't feel that same era or aura of him being uh, invincible. Jordan was just. During that time, it was no one's going to stop Jordan, and people stopped LeBron, and LeBron stopped himself, and you know, you know, so it's just it's he's not the best, he's not the best ever. I watched the best ever, and I saw what he did, and and it was just electrifying to be a sports fan during the, his window. So, you 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 know, it's so interesting. You can you can determine um, whether you were born in 1980 or Ford or in the 70s, like we were, by this question. Because if you answer Jordan, you were, and there's younger people that do, but the LeBron goat argument is going to be usually be had with somebody. They could be 38 
it's just right. they're just they just are not quite old enough where they saw Jordan Every, hit that shot, you know, yeah. uh, over the Cavs, you know, to win oh, the game. Yeah. I, I, I was watching that shot, you know, it was like the most intense thing you ever saw in your life. Oh, oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. They come out right before the shot. You knew he was going to try to, he had lost to the Cavs the year before and they had eliminated him. And it, for him to be, that's why he was just, they're hitting his chest so much is that he had exercised mm-hmm. a whole year's worth of a demon and you as a fan had that demon on your back too you were just like oh that that little timeout beforehand they i love the nba there's a million timeouts so he's like i oh, know that timeout you know and and they called that timeout he gets to the to the top of the key or, or the, to the the three throw line right there and uh it's, he makes history you know for him it was just a catalyst it was he, great he's it. getting double triple teamed on the shot and everyone's like Jordan used to play with garbage men, but then if you, but then then the argument is always, and Pippen is a top fifty player, so is Pippen a garbage man? I, I the, the I just the the arguments always irk me out a little bit. Uh, but Craig Elo was playing phenomenal defense, and he still uh, hits that shot. And there's just so many moments like that where if you were around and you saw it, it's just been imprinted on your mind yeah. the greatness of Michael Jordan but I will say this I will say this I am surprised at how much LeBron James is been etching away at something that I thought would would never be able to be etched away which is Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time he's the greatest player of any sport of all time that's my personal opinion mm-hmm. I will say that what LeBron James has been doing to me why he's been kind of inching towards that goat mark is that that lack of killer instinct that he had mm-hmm. it it doesn't it seems like he was able to to exercise that demon it's it's at some point in the last eight or ten years it kind of to me once he went back to cleveland and won a championship um something to me clicked where he he still, he, he, if he wins two more championships and ties Jordan, okay, uh, and then he's most points, uh, you know, I th- it, the way his trajectory is going, he might end up being like third all time in assists, uh, and you know somewhere in the top ten in rebounds, um. It's it's I'll put it this way. It doesn't bother me anymore when people make the LeBron James is the goat argument. It's like, yeah, you're you're welcome to that opinion. Yeah. Listen, no, no, nothing bothers me in sports, like except for Mm -hmm. fans that are so ravenous, you know, like, I don't know, like, let's say that you are, you know, not I'm not about to say, you know, say Giants fans or something. You know what I mean? Uh and, and you're just so myopic or Washington football team fans or Dallas fans or Eagles, whoever it is. And you you can only see your perspective. I don't like that. That's the kind of thing I don't like about 
the tribalism in sports. I like the competitiveness and I like the, the, the way the sports brings out the best in people. And, uh, but I don't like that, that aspect of it. But speaking of, of bringing out the best, uh, let's transition real quick. What, what did you make of the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight? And I'm going to bring up a few of the, the key interchanges. We'll check them out here as a, as a boxing punditry. We'll put ourselves in the, you know, uh, position of kind of commentators here, what we see. And, uh, yeah, let's start here. Uh, all right. I got a long clip here. This is the longest clip of the fight. Let's see this fight. This clip let's here. first preface this by um, telling everyone who's listening that I don't know if you even tried to pirate it. Neither one of us was able to successfully watch this. I did not. I did not try to watch the fight. I did not. So uh, we are going to give you analysis that has no basis in any actual uh, viewing of the event. We're going strictly off what the buzz has been and what we have been able to find via Twitter and Instagram. So, right. so that's, that's, that's as much as we're going to be able to give you. Yeah, I was watching Exchange. I think it's in slow motion. So there's that. Yeah, you know, I mean, which is it's important. I think I'm right on it. Yeah, mm -hmm. here we go. Nice jab. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Got him on the nice. Oh, Ooh, over, over the top, the right, right hand, hand okay. by Logan. And that's a mistake because guess what? He uh, he upset Mr. Mayweather, and this is what happened later in the yeah. round. Yeah. Exactly. Bing. He makes it. You know what it is. You do it. Bing. Action has an opposite and equal reaction, and that's what he learns. Did he learn that? Before. Make a miss. Make he a might, pay. Well done. Hey. Listen, I've been studying. Been All studying. right. That's why I'm so top. Money. <laughs> he's been studying. He's been studying. I don't know about that. All right. So, uh, all right. Th go, go, go. Show the clip. So this is what I understand. Um, happened. Can you show the clip where? Okay, go down a little bit. This one. Uh, that one. Yes. Can you show that okay. one? Okay. Trying to unload now, throwing punches. This as up. I understand it, in the first round, in like the first 20 or 30 seconds, I could be wrong. I don't remember. But Logan ran out and just went crazy. Yeah. And he's throwing big shots. Um, they're joning on him here by showing Kermit the Frog just flailing his arms. Yeah, total foil job. But... It doesn't look like that to me. It looks like he's actually just beating the crap out of him. It's just Floyd knows how to deal with that kind of stuff, and he can position his gloves and his head and his body so that he can absorb those shots. He got, but he got some good shots in on him, though. He really did. Um, I don't know why he stood in the pocket for so long. I I understood that, that, that you're going to be using your brute force at the beginning of this fight. Um, but I think Mayweather survived it pretty well. Uh, and you know, he, he gets out of it, he gets away from it. And there's a lot of, I, I don't know, the flailing arms kind of is funny. There's no one punches like this, just like to the side. He, it, it, no. they're, they're hard punches, but they're not really what you're, you're not knocking people out with those punches. They're kind of angry schoolyard punches. No, like, yeah, it looks like brother. you're trying to beat up Jake Paul. That's what it looks like you're trying right. to do. It looks like he's flashing back to being 12 years old and yeah. he doesn't know how to throw a punch and right. he's hitting him in his ears 
and he's hitting him with the side of his fists. Um, yeah, right. But that's exactly what I would do if I was fighting Floyd Mayweather. Uh, May- First of all, I would never fight Floyd Mayweather. And second of all, if I had to, for some reason, do that, that's exactly what I would do. I would run over there and I would punch like a 12-year-old as many times as I could, as fast as I could. And hopefully he falls down. Okay. Yeah. So here is a very intriguing scene. Okay. Later in the fight, we're we're, we're previewing a different scene. It's our third and final from the fight. Uh, later in the in the round, you can see Jake Paul is flabbergasted. He's all sweaty. Yeah. Sorry to call him Jake Paul. Logan Paul flabbergasted, sweaty, hair akimbo, and then our boy Floyd Mayweather comes in. And he's got a couple of uh, dips and doozies, blocks the shot, and then gives him a nice little right hand. What 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 did you see about this that intrigued you? So this is this is a, a, a conspiracy theory. If you mm-hmm. watch this and it sucks the way it's showing you, the way it's streaming right now, and it also sucks because this is the only clip I could find. But the conspiracy is, and it does look like this if you see it in the right motion. He actually knocks him out right here. Oh, and, and he props him up there. Him. Yeah, oh, look, yeah, yeah. You can see he, that, he, yeah. And if you see his eyes, there. This is what bothers me is because I, I again, I didn't watch the fight and I couldn't see where. Um, to keep this thing going, the better, the more the 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 spectacle. You don't want to end it. He wants to, you know, toy with it maybe. Well. So I saw a stat, right, that Floyd Mayweather in this fight made more money in 10 minutes uh, than Michael Jordan made in the last 15 years of his career. Oh, that sounds that sounds pretty right. Yeah, of course. Why not? Uh, which is which is insane. Um, but yeah. I, there it there. I am open to the idea that Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul want to want to run it back. And maybe that's why he didn't knock him out. I, I don't think that's what happened. Again, I didn't see the fight. I didn't see what this exchange was, but there's a bunch of people who believe he literally knocks him out right here and holds him up. And that clip, if you see it in good motion, you see him crack him once and then he cracks him on the other side of his head and you see logan paul going down and i wouldn't think that he actually knocks him out except there's this one part where his his eyes like he his head like it doesn't there's no reason why they're moving the way that they're moving and that's what bothers me is he might not be out, out, out 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 yeah but Floyd Mayweather, it does seem to be holding him up from falling over. Um, so it, I don't know. It does I, I don't. I don't think that that's what happened. Um, uh, I think it that the, there's nothing behind the scenes, and we all, all the people who actually saw it, saw what they actually saw, which was uh, a shocking display of athleticism by a YouTube star and, and a kind, huge, of, kind of huge payday, kind of, 
kind of kind of taints Floyd Mayweather's legacy a little bit. Just a smidge. I don't mean I don't know what's his legacy uh, got to do with Logan Paul. I mean, it's just an exhibition. You know, he can always just say like it's an exhibition. Who cares? You know, what I'm saying he's a bigger man. I'm I'm like a thousand years old. You know what I mean? Like who cares? And sure. I got paid. You know, I don't know. I, I'm not trying to like make excuses for him, but um, he's also how much does he weigh? How much is Floyd Mayweather? Where did he box at? Well, like, here's the other reason why it had to be an ex exhibition. There's no way Logan Paul's not all roided up for that fight. I mean, why why wouldn't he be? If if you're gonna fight Floyd Mayweather again, if I'm gonna fight fight Floyd Mayweather, I'm I'm broken. I'm gonna take Mark McGuire steroids in my butt. I'm gonna get you stacks to come over Jose Canseco style and shoot me in my butt. Oh man, not again. Not again. Well, you know, I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, if I'm gonna have to face the one of the world's best boxers, I think I'm I want to have a little extra bit of you know horse testosterone running through my veins whatever it is that's mm -hmm. in the, the mm -hmm. high i want as many you know many denny carters as i can get just scrunched into a syringe and just yeah yeah high tea i want high i want tea. i want, I want war warren all or whatever it's called i don't know diabol whatever that stuff is whatever it is you want it yeah. Stuff that makes your balls shrink up real good. I'm gonna do that for a few weeks. I don't want to do it long term. I don't want them to stay that way. But I am going to, you know, get the ball right. shrinking piece if I'm going against Floyd. Pretty sure Logan Paul did too, and it's an exhibition, so I don't know no. what the rules are, but I don't believe there's testing. No, I don't think so. Um, but I, I, I'm glad this happened. I think. The bigger kind of bigger picture is the money that was made from this. And then also, I don't think it taints the legacy, but I think it shows a new landscape for how things are going to be done now. Entertainment and sports are kind of just so tied together that you really, they're not, I mean, we know that we go to watch a game and there's money involved and stuff, but this is just, there's so much money to be made from people being interested in these people because so many people are interested in these people. And so I think that is what's so interesting about it. Uh, dude, dude, how about how about this thing tilts the UFC on its axis? Yeah. I, I saw Francis Ngannou tweet out like, "What what are we doing? These guys just made a hundred million dollars. What are we right. doing? Right? Why aren't they? I all mean, just I, you know what I mean? Why 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 do they have to uh, have the UFC behind them? Why can't they just be private contractors? Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. All all I know is that. Ben Askren made more money fighting Jake Paul than he ever made in UFC. Right. That's so laughing all the way out. I I think I think that that all of this has somebody like Dana White just shaking in his boots because that guy is all, he's like half a billionaire, and the reason why he's half a billionaire is because only ten people get paid, in and, and they're still only getting paid. I don't even know what the, the purse is for these super cards. I mean, I think if it's Conor McGregor, he's going to get millions. But yeah. I think there's a ton of cards where top stars are maybe getting less than a million dollars. And then you go and you see something like this where these guys raked in, you know, 
what these guys are hoping to make over a course of a career, you know? So yeah. the, to me, the Paul brothers are just continuing to defeat the simulation. I mean, they are just, they are taking over the world. It's insane. Yeah, no, they are. And I can't wait to kind of see what happens, particularly next with the fighting. I hope they fight each other. I hope they get enough you know, traction one day to fight each other. The Paul brothers battle, the, the brawl of the brothers, whatever it is, would be really great. Uh, let's transition now because there's something that we talked about here on the on the FF Millionaires. It's really uh, come to fruition. We talked about the trade of Julio Jones, and I believe we played the clip of Shannon Sharp talking to Julio Jones. You surmised that it was not – a uh, a a fake call. He did not know. You said, you know, well, you said maybe he he could have. You weren't sure completely. Julio Jones has come out, according to Albert Breer, and said uh, he had no clue he was on TV when he made the comments that led his trade request becoming public. Uh, that makes that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, Julio Jones now officially a Tennessee Titan. It worked. We watched AJ Brown pitch. Uh, part of our, our three tweets last week was AJ Brown's sales job to the Titans to bring Julio in. You know, he was just selling up the whole team. It worked. They've got him. He tweeted out, who do you want next? I've got their ear. What do you think of Julio going to the Tennessee Titans? Honestly, I'm sad. He didn't go to the green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers Isn't going to be throwing him the ball. Uh, yeah, but. I think I saw somebody tweet like, what's a better wide receiver duo now in the NFL? And I agree. And I would have said, well, uh, better wide receiver duo, maybe it is Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones. <laughs> Julio Jones is a monster. He's 32, but. So what? He's six yeah. three. He's two twenty. And when he played last year, that dude can get wide the hell open. And Ryan Tannehill is a, an insanely efficient, accurate passer. So who's not excited for this juggernaut offense that the Tennessee Titans now have? I mean, this is great. They went out and got Josh Reynolds to, to fill the Corey Davis gap. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that now that, yeah, right now they have Julio Jones to fill the Corey Davis gap and Corey Davis balled out last year. Now they have Julio Jones. I right. mean, this is, this is, any team that got him was uh, 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 immediately going to be that much more dangerous. Julio, Julio dangerous. And Julio yeah. Yeah. And, and they're on a, a playoff team that I, I'm big on. I'm they're going to, they're, they're going to be one of my top favorite teams to watch next year for sure. Because um, sure. I fucking love AJ Brown, yeah. I love Derrick Henry. I mean, those are the, honestly, those are uh, Julio Jones has been one of my they my, my three favorite players, uh, like top five, top ten players play on the same team. It is right. so cool. Right, you got AJ Brown, Derrick Henry, and Julio Jones. 
Those are in my top 10 of favorite players. Those might be my top five. You throw Devontae Adams in there. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else I really, really Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is in your top five. Yeah. yeah you know, I mean, that, top I love, and here's the thing last year, I came out as a huge Calvin Ridley truther. And uh, I just thought it was going to be his year to ascend to the number one wide receiver spot in Atlanta. He did. And he, and you know what, but that doesn't mean I don't love Julio. I actually love Julio as a player more just because of all the years of loving Julio. I've had Julio. I've had Julio when he scored 350 points. I love Julio Jones. That guy is a baller. And uh, I projected, I projected him now to have eight touchdowns this year instead of, uh, you know, uh, five, six, three, two, you know, like he normally does. I'm going to give him those touchdowns this year. I think he does get it done because now you have Derrick Henry, who is going to be, uh, who are you going to stop? Are you going to put single coverage on these guys? Or are you going to put another guy in the box to stop Derrick Henry? How are you going to do the goal line? How are you going to put first and goal on the four? Julio Jones, AJ Brown, and then Derrick Henry. Pick your poison. One of them is going to be. Mm-hmm. And then you got Fersker scatting out uh, as the tight end, as a move tight end. You got him going into the flat. You know, it, they do have opportunities here to just be a juggernaut. And Ryan Tannehill can score. He can run. He can allow uh, Dan. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? So, yeah, this offense is going to be fun to watch, and their defense is not that great. So, this team could be a fantasy league winner if you get a, you get your cards right. I'm excited because I checked my my best ball mania two over there at Underdog Fantasy. If you haven't subscribed, please go subscribe to to uh, th- listen Underdog Fantasy. If you can legally do it in the state where you're at, is one of the best things to do just to get ready for the NFL season, just to get your knowledge of players. You get to see where the values are. You see where the markets are. There's tournaments they have every day for D- for kind of DFS style, NBA stuff. Uh, pick them. I love it. And and I have, out of my five Best Ball Mania 2 million-dollar shots, uh, four out of five have Ryan Tannehill as my quarterback, too. So I drafted him before all this happened. Uh, one of them has Julio, A.J. Brown, and Tannehill as a stack uh, who knows what's going to happen but i'm excited because if they do go off in those weeks and during the, the championship round i might have a chance with those three if they stay healthy uh to get the job done so i think it's going to be great i cannot wait i know people will overvalue now and, and those were some of my sleepers particularly ryan Tannehill. i've been gobbling him up everywhere this year now i'm not going to be able to do it so i'm a little disappointed so, so with that you did you did your first best ball draft today on your podcast and so you have had a chance to see well the one, uh, no the one i did today was not a best ball that's unfortunate it was a super flex so i got ryan Tannehill in the fifth round of a super flex as the 11th quarterback taken off the board i drafted him today myself so I- i'm comfortable taking him in the top 10 for sure this year now well i mean it's, so i think it's it's from, like, i have to readjust all my ranks and get so he went from rounds like well, eight no, this to ten. Is yeah, no, this right. is super flex. You, right, you're getting two quarterbacks. So uh, I could actually go and check and see. I was just in uh, an underdog draft, and let me check and see the data uh, to see where he was. I think he went. Uh, let me see here. I think that he is definitely going to be shooting up. I want to see his ADP. Uh, related to just the trend of the last month or so. Okay, so let's go to the full board, and I can look and see where he went. He went in the ninth round. He was the first pick of the ninth round. 9.1 is where he went in this draft. So uh, he went after Aaron Rodgers. Now, this is pre-Julio? 
No, this is right now. This is after Julio. So okay. the last you the still last the ninth round. round. Yeah, last draft I just was in. This was a bunch of heads. AJ Brown got pushed down to the uh, two ten, and then Julio Jones was taken by your boy at the four six, and then our boy Ryan Tannehill at the nine one. But he was taken after Aaron Rodgers, uh, and then Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow. So in that range, so he is definitely at a tier above where he used to be. He used to be kind of there, but not always, you know, right away. You might get other guys. You might get Trevor Lawrence instead of him. You might get Matthew Stafford. You might get Matt Ryan. Now he's he was going before all those guys. So, man, I am adjust uh, uh, the ranks, bro. I, I if he's going nine, I hope he's going nine because I will gladly take him in the eighth in whatever redraft I'm in. So yeah. I. I he what what did he finish last year as a qb in, in in the bffs i mean i think he was maybe six or seven i mean yeah. he ha he had so many monster games i know on one of the teams that i actually made it to the championship in uh one of the leagues that i made the champion he was he i had i had him he, he yeah. was he, he was, was just the, putting up monster numbers every week. Yeah, he was the, the ninth ranked quarterback in, in uh, oh, that's in DraftKings. Let me see. Uh, yeah, he, we have a little seven. bit. We, we do well, a little bit second. Yeah, seventh. And so, I mean. Seventh, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's sexy. That's real. And that was before. with A.J. Brown and Corey Davis. And A.J. Brown is now entering his third year. He's just going to get better. Uh, he, Yeah. yeah. yeah been death for him in the bfs you son of a gun i i mean to, the, the upgrade it's just you you can't even put it into words Corey davis versus julio jones so he's still going in the ninth that's weird i just well it was the one draft i was in today we'll let the market decide in a couple weeks what it's gonna but shake out to be it's just day one so um but I I took Aaron Rodgers instead of him because I still All think Aaron good. Rodgers is a is a bigger lotto ticket for five. Minutes. So yeah, I, well, I have yeah. balls. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, ho ho hopefully he plays. I mean, if he doesn't, yeah. that's that's a problem. I'm not going to lie about that. I need him to <laughs> yeah, be on the bit of a yeah. problem. Yeah, you rolled them dice. Drafted him and Deshaun Watson, then just you know, put, push me into a shallow grave. Right, I'm living uh, on the, uh, the streets. You know, I'm gonna wake up with a piece of sheet metal on me. So, yeah, no, I I, I love getting the Deshaun yeah. Watson in the uh, the best ball in round 17 or 18. I'm I'm always doing that in case he he does yeah. lace him up this year. But uh, well, I I love uh, the fact that he uh, that Julio is in Tennessee. I am disappointed. I, I tweeted out. A, you know, the, the Michael Jordan F them kids, uh, you know, meme, you know, where he just his face mm -hmm. is his F them kids. Uh, I did one and I said, you know, F Brian Gunigast, you know. So mm -hmm. uh, I, 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 I'm not a fan of what the Packers front office are doing with Aaron Rodgers. It, it is mind blowing. You know, you, you, you get one Aaron Rodgers in a lifetime and the mismanagement here is, is bothering me. You know, the, so, so, 
stay stay with the Julio thing. So so we're Fame. we're we're updating our ranks. We've got AJ Brown in in the two range. He's not going to move that much. He's he's still in the two range. Seems like Julio's still in the fourth round range, which I, I'll, I'll scoop him if he's around then. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, yeah. eight, nine, yeah. ten. What about the Titans? What, what, how did, how did, how did adjust your power rankings? Where, where are you, where are you looking at the, the AFC playoff picture now that they have Julio? I, you know, here's the thing too. I, you know, I'm not, following that closely just paying attention to the news and um you know the titans lost uh, a right tackle i believe and there was just talk that the offense be... well no he's still so so prepping for the show he got injured last year okay oh, yeah he's, he's gonna be injury, back that's what it was. he's there he's there he's their blindside best Offensive lineman, they didn't even have him last year, right? He went down. Yeah. They gave up, they gave up a right tackle who's a great right tackle. Um, but then they drafted a right tackle in the second round. I don't think they're gonna have any offensive line problems. I don't know how that got inserted into the milieu of the Tennessee Titans. Someone yeah. will have to educate me on it. But they're getting back their star left tackle, the most important position on the team. They drafted a stud in the second round, and they had a good season last year with the players that they have. What's what's wrong with that team? I mean, what what are they missing? Uh, they, they look like they're going to be their defense. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing: is that if their offense has those weapons, sometimes the offense does beat the uh, the other team. You know, and it happened last year. They did. They they almost made the playoff, I believe. Uh, they faltered at the end of the year. That they, they were crushing it. You know, and their, they just, their defense, they, they were their cornerbacks. I think, yeah, if I remember, their cornerbacks are a little bit, a little bit weak. Uh, but yeah, I mean, okay, so they're yeah, not. They don't have. By the way, yeah, that's crazy. What's Ryan that? Tannehill's to, this is from Fantasy Football Calculator, which is today's data. Ryan Tannehill is in the ninth round, which mm-hmm. is just absurd. You know, end of the mm-hmm. ninth round. I'd rather have him than Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, um, Tom Brady. Even I would say uh, I'm 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 going to draft Justin Herbert. I think above him, but uh, maybe not Russell Wilson. I don't know. Russell Wilson, he he could. His defense could be so crappy as well that he just might have to to air it out uh, this year. Even though they always want to run the football, which scares the bejesus out of me as a, as a fan. But you know, Ryan Tannehill, you can get Russell Wilson in round six or Ryan Tannehill in round nine. I'm going Tannehill, man. That's just that value. It screams, get me, save me, hold on to me. You know, so uh, I'm a fan of that for sure. Yeah, I just I'm just looking at the the AFC and I you're right. The defense needs that's the next thing that they should be focusing on as an organization. But if you have Derrick Henry and you just keep getting first downs, 
I mean, your defense right. is is going to be fresh. You know, <laughs> like the the style of football that they play, it's you can you can deal with a mediocre defense i don't I, i'm not putting their defenses uh it's just middle of the road it's just it there's it, there's nothing horrible there's nothing bad i think their cornerbacks are probably one of yeah. their weaker they, pieces. they didn't get after they didn't get after the quarterback very well they, they have not historically gotten mm-hmm. after the quarterback i mean i don't know since they had javon curse uh the freak who i loved by the way back in the in the olden days they just they didn't you know, Brian Arakpo from the Washington football team in his days there, he, he was not uh, that great. He was not a first-round draft pick. He just wasn't. And I think that's why Washington moved on from him. And he went down there. He did great in Tennessee comparatively to Washington. He was fine, but he never was you know, the all-pro that they wanted him to be. He never was that edge rusher that kind of set the edge. So they need to do that. Uh, if they don't, the other team's going to be able to throw on them and – I like it. I like it because it increases the fancy value of all those players because then you get those shootouts, you know? And so um, I think it's, it's a big deal. Uh, I did want to touch on, uh, you know, a few things before we go to three tweets. Aaron Rodgers is, is right now not reporting to camp next week. Not that, that is the word on the street, not going to camp, not going to mini camp, mm-hmm. not going to see mm-hmm. him there. And it, it, the, the kind of the, the writing on the wall, what people are saying, uh, you know, what the talking heads are all kind of speculating is if he doesn't show up now, he is not showing up later. Uh, it, this is kind of where they thought maybe they could, you know, see if he really was uh, about that life of, of holding out. And he really is. And so they're testing him now. And I, I don't think he's going to show up. Uh, what do you see kind of happening and how this plays out? Do you think it, it gets worse before it gets better? Do you think it, he just freezes him out? Uh, what do you think plays out? I, if I'm going to pick right now, the the whole Aaron Rodgers is a completely stubborn a-hole that once he locks in on a position, uh, he, his mind can't be changed. I, I'm not buying that. I think he's playing chicken and I can see why you drafted him today in a super flex league. I, I think he. I think they figure it out and he comes back to the Packers. That's what I think is going to happen. I, I, I think they're going to somehow figure out a way, um, but it doesn't look like that. That's so that's just what I, that's you're asking me what my instinct is here. I think he's playing a giant game of chicken for whatever purpose he's playing. I still don't understand. I, I he wants a contract extension to play till he's 45. I don't get that. And you really don't. I, he's, upset that they drafted Jordan Love. And he wants yeah, to, he's upset. He wants he's to upset. torture him. Yeah, he just wants to torture him and play a game of chicken. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, hey, listen, as somebody who watched Hannibal on NBC, shout out Brian Fuller, one of my favorite directors of uh, any type of shows. Uh, yeah, man, psychological warfare. When you're that uh, smart, when you're that rich, when you're that powerful, when you're that good at something, like sometimes just holding people hostage is uh the the power that you power is a hell of a drug and i know this because i don't have any of it and uh i feel terrible <laughs> i'm in uh my dad's in charge of me my dad is in charge of me my dog is in charge of me i picked up shit all day today at least five times um but you know what thankfully the bag held uh and no shit got on my hands i hope i hope i don't know you know bo says no go for aa ron huh yeah, he says it's not happening. He he does not believe he That's plays. Amazing. He thinks he's gonna. Yeah, so Bo does have a little bit of knowledge. He's on the inside track there, 
Um, yeah, I think Bo Bo's right. I think the Packers think that they're just gonna gonna not play him, and the, the fan base isn't gonna burn them down. And uh, you can I mean, Brian Gunikis, that's you gonna you gonna go to, to to the mattresses for him, like that guy who does that. You know, insert GIF here, uh, delete set to home folder. I mean, that's the guy. You know, so yeah, to them. Totally poof to them. So, um, all right, you want to get into some some three tra- trace tweets real quick before we wrap up? Uh, trace tweets is coming up the the pod right here. Uh, uh, Let's do it. Trace trace tweets. All right, uh, I think you're gonna win, so I'll go with mine first because you know mine mine isn't that funny. Um, but you know I, I was just being a jerk today, and so uh, I'll just say this: there's pe- people on FF Twitter who I love, and uh, one of them is is Peter Howard. He's an English gentleman. It was a surly bloke. Let's just be honest. You know, we can all, you know, say what we need to say sometimes. And uh, this surly bloke, you know, is a very uh, interesting character, to say the least. And his picture is now kind of famous. You know, him, him putting his poofy hair up and just his beard and his, his wild eyes. So uh, I, I took a picture today. Nothing. I look nothing like Peter. I'm just fat. And uh, I have a beard. I have some poofy hair. And so I said... Thanks for noticing my dramatic weight loss, everyone. <laughs> I gave myself some some high five hands. You know, I'm I'm looking at me, and then I said hashtag FF Fit Club works. And so, uh, you know, I like making fun of FF Fit Club. I've heard that people have gotten some backlash for making fun of FF Fit Club. So in the, in my crawl was just a, a good FF Fit Club uh, joking. So I thought this was perfect. It went a little viral. I think it got, uh, I don't know how many likes it got. It, for me, it was nice. It got 95 likes. So uh, this was fun to bother Peter Howard. And uh, yeah, that was me. What, what what do you have on yours, my good friend? Okay, I just sent it to you. Um, okay. So this is about the, uh, the Floyd Mayweather-Logan Paul fight. This is um, two kids' impressions of it. And since I didn't see it, I thought it was informative, and this tweet is also in honor of Pride Month. Oh, okay. So uh, is this in honor of Pride Month from you or from the people who tweeted it? It's just... You'll see. Uh, okay. Okay, here we go. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then the kissing. Yeah. <laughs> Hugging, oh, and Hugging and kissing. Hugging and kissing. I think you win. I'm going to say that you're, you're the winner. You got laughter, okay. hugging and kissing. You know. Okay. Tell tell uh, tell our boy uh, Bo to stick around because this is this is a tweet from our boy Bo. And oh. I yeah i i love it i need to ask him some questions okay this is says what it's like to be married to my wife can't even get to sleep around here this is at 5 41 in the morning and apparently this is bo's house yeah but his wife sent me his wife sent me this before it was out uh before it made the rounds on instagram or anything and uh, she goes, look, look what we did to Bo. <laughs> and uh, 
It's just so funny. So this is real. This is actually Bo's house. I I didn't know if he was just like stole it from somebody else. This is this happened to Bo. This is a real. This is a real moment in our boy Bo's life. A real moment is like Bo is uh, in in bed, and uh, his wife, I believe, is filming, and then his wife's friend, you know, likes to come over and do the drinks. uh, he's in bed sleeping, and then this is them still up partying, bothering him. Uh, is what I've got the clue of going. So he's in, he's asleep. You know, he's in, he's trying. Right, five forty one a.m. This is a, a moment in our boy Bo McBig Times life at five forty one a.m. Okay, Here we go. <laughs> hit the play. There's music going, which is loud, and there's a dinosaur biting Bo's butt. <laughs> trying to wake right? him up dressed up as one of those t-rex dinosaurs oh his wife's friend That's okay his <laughs> t-rex whacking him and poor yeah. Bo is just trying to it's, sleep just trying sleeps to his way through this uh horrible wake-up call yeah yeah and both Sound, we did have the sound of, but the sound was up when they were in there. This isn't sound uh, the humping dinosaurs that humps sleeping Poe. Uh, <laughs> the, the the sound was up when you were there too. Like they, they didn't add that later. Uh, that that was them uh, going full bore. And so, uh, Bo, I, I love this. This is hilarious. Poor Bo. Uh, yeah. Any, any any more comments, Bo? <laughs> did <laughs> he, you get? He, he did, did they wake you That's up or did you? Bother. Did you make it? Did you make it back to sleep? Was this? Do, are you? Were you aware that there was a dinosaur I person think, in your room hitting you with their dinosaur head, or did you just sleep through this? That's what I want. Yeah. To know. So, but what was the the what what happened? We need to inquiring minds need to know uh, what happened. Uh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that he he did not know it was happening. It was so. Uh, it was so loud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna oh, guess God. people were not completely sober during this. You know, uh, th- there job, was bro. Yeah, he yeah. slept through it. He powered through it. That's my man. I, that's what I would do. I would just keep sleeping and just be like, "Peace. Let's do whatever your weirdos are doing." Yeah, you know, that reminds me of a time when I was asleep and we were in Arkansas and you and another one of our friends, Josh, went out and in Arkansas where they were, it was illegal to buy alcohol Sunday during a certain time. Uh, It cut off maybe 3 a.m. or something. You guys like went out, bought Coronas from some guy in a van. You got van. We went to the back of a 7-Eleven. That's an illegal van beer. Uh, And then you drank a bunch of it, came back. I wake up. There is a gun uh, that is being uh, bantied, bandered about. It's not it's not uh, loaded, but it's there. And the next thing you know, it's being put against my person. (laughs) So I woke up with a a, gun. Yeah, we stuck a gun up your butt while you're sleeping and took pictures. (laughs) Yeah, you guys got a handgun, yeah, like a James yeah. Bond little handgun. Uh, yeah. There's somewhere out there on the internet is a picture of you guys with a gun in my ass going. 
Is that yeah. still on like Shutterfly or wherever it was? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that weekend was so wild, by the way. I loved it. We just draped the hell out of Arkansas, man. We just drove. We met the president of Nicaragua that weekend in his harem. I mean, it, it was just a wild affair. We went to a, 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 a Arkansas football game. We drove across state. We went to a, part, a house party. We, we just did everything, man. It was wild. So much fun. I loved it. I'm so. surprised our, our Shutterfly accounts didn't get uh, suspended for that gun picture. Yeah. Gun. Yeah, there was a lot of guns. I, I couldn't believe that you guys were so gun happy and you were drunk and it was so you you loved it so much. The gun part mm-hmm. was just it made you guys so happy. Uh, you yeah. know. So yeah. uh, that it was fun. And, you know, and guess what? We're gonna see Josh when we go to Austin in yep. a little bit. So I can't wait to go hang out with Josh and just relive those stories and tell the stories. And it, it's just gonna be uh, a lot of fun. Uh best of times, really, honestly, best of times for us. So um, I think that's it. That was a great three tweets. I think you crushed it there with that Bowman big time. So uh, uh, all hail the king, the, the Ralph Macho Mike uh, winning three tweets again. Uh, I do have to say, we've been talking Bo a lot. We do love Bo. Go get his hot sauce. Go to bigtimeflavorcode.com. Buy yourself a bundle. Buy yourself the, the taco sizzin. Buy yourself the hot box gourmet hot sauce. Whatever you're going to do. Uh, you know, I would also encourage you to go to Viridian Global. I like Viridian Global. I got their their money hat here. This is just dope. It's awesome. Uh, get yourself this. I, I'm I'm talking to Will over Virginia Global. I got to get some some nimble merch going on too. And these Dex dogs and dad have just kept me so busy. And wife. I mean, here's the thing. My wife is pushing all these buttons. That's why I'm doing all these things. I, I would just be fantasizing about fancy football and doing fancy football. And by the way, you can check your boy out. I am over at the Sports Gambling. Uh, podcast network or network podcast whatever it is uh, sports gambling network i know for sure and uh, i put out an article about rookie running backs uh please do check me out it's in my i'll make sure i retweet it again it's all about when you should draft and when they break out the historical data the last six years uh it's fantasy relevant so uh, uh it's 3500 words so it's one of those long poop reads not a short poop read you you know, like you get in there, you're like, I really want to understand this this rookie running back class. This is going to be a long one, you know, so maybe 15, 20 minute read because there's data to analyze. You got to analyze the data. You know, that's what pooping's all about, honestly, analyzing data. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Where can the people find you good, sir, as we get out of here? I am the Ralph Macho. You will find me on the Twitters if you type in at the Ralph Macho and you will, if you hit the notifications, you can get my bi-monthly tweets that I release. Uh, I do a newsletter in the form of a tweet. Yes. Uh, Social two, commentary. Two to, times a month, two to three times a month. But if you're funny, you may end up on three tweets. Ralph Macho is always scouring. He's always looking for funny content. Mm. And if you're a day laborer who'd like to help me with my deck tomorrow, talk to me in the DMs. I will be available as well. So we're almost done, by the way. The deck is is just, it's so close. Nice. So close. Yeah, uh, I'm very pleased. Uh, and uh, eventually we'll have you guys over and we'll have a little shindig. You know? Can't wait. Uh, Can't it's going to be great. 
Awesome. Well, thank you everybody for checking us out this week. We'll be back uh, next week as, as always. And then we'll be a couple days away from Austin and we'll be really excited. Hopefully we'll have some news on Aaron Rodgers and uh, any news for us that pops and drops. Uh, we'll let you guys know about that. So thanks yep. for checking us out. We are on, I think I can do this right. I always turn down the, 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 the play, but I think I can get it this time. We're on. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.